Yes, indeed, there are more questions than answers. Like, is it kind of awkward when you wipe away a girl's tears and then accidentally her eyebrows too? <laughs> wow. I really like your drawn on eyebrows. Said no one ever. <laughs> eyebrows sponsored by Nike. Michelle, you look surprised. Hey. Oh. Interested. My name is Adrian Lee. And I am your host. Hi, America. Hello, world. Welcome to the show. More questions than answers. The only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Each week, my guests and I will search the world's newspapers, websites and TV shows just for you to bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio entertainment and enlightenment. We will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events of the mysterious strange, supernatural, unusual, bizarre, and just plain weird. I am suffering with a bit of a sore throat tonight. It's so going to be, going to be, <laughs> you'll be getting a sore neck as well. Ooh. Let me shake you warmly by the throat. <laughs> so you're going to get a deep, deep, booming, crackly voice tonight. Mm. If you've just tuned in, especially to hear the show, then I admire your taste. If you have just tuned in by accident, then I admire your luck. This is singing the final countdown by Europe at the top of our voices. Ten minutes before we go on air. I'm learning my lessons. I need to mm-hmm. mime the words, don't I, is what needs to happen. I am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the Midwest Plains. With the sound of my elderly mother snoring distantly from the room next door. She was listening to James Bond before she went to bed. Let's put a tumbler against the wall and listen to my mum snoring. <laughs> no idea. First snort of the evening from Michelle. <laughs> no idea. It wasn't golden, I was it. <laughs> if you are playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, Michelle has just snorted and we're just a minute in, so you can give yourself a shot and have a drink. Mm. So snuggle under your covers, turn out your lights and hold on tight. The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and awe value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show. So let me introduce my guests. Firstly, the mysterious and heathervescent Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years, 
with her own team called Hellhound Investigations and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and DVP experts with the International Paranormal Society and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. Heather makes sure she doesn't get caught up in one of those eat right and exercise scams. <laughs> wow. She does not look happy. <laughs> She's happier than a goth girl being carried away by a flock of ravens. <laughs> Ooh, I'd like that. I also wish to introduce the mad and crazy <laughs> Michelle Corey. She was born and raised in Moira, Minnesota, and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. Michelle asked me to hold her jean jacket this week because someone insulted Savage Garden. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Wow. You're on fire yeah, tonight, you're aren't you? are funny. Do not fear. Everyone gets a balloon at the end of the show. Mm. We also wish to introduce, in the background, laughing merrily, chained to the wall, looking like Gollum, sat in a puddle of basement water. <laughs> Yay. Yay! Which wasn't there when we started no. the show. Yay! I ain't Nath- cleaning that. Nathan Bush. Nathan was once addicted to Tide Pods, but he's clean now. <laughs> oh, Welcome to the show, Nathan. Hello, Adrian. They're mad. They're bad. They're paranormal. This is season three, episode 007. Do you know, if you combine the first series... The third series and our current third series. The we've third now made. In the third? If we combine. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> There's three types of people in this world <laughs> those that are good at maths and those that are not. <laughs> if you combine the first, the second, and the third series. We got 50 minutes yet. Stick with the plan. We'll never make it. This is the 180th episode. Wow. wow. 180. That's the highest score in darts, of course. You can have a clap. Of course you Yay. can. 180. I think we need to do something special like for the what? 200th episode. <gasps> oh. Get some cameras in here. What? Put huh? it out as a as an as a what, some sort of pod. I'm back on tide pod. again. <laughs> I know nothing technical. I can barely get the remote to turn on and off. I'm pressing the remote on the television so hard the garage doors for next door neighbour are opening and shutting. <laughs> They've been out there three times. 180 is of course the highest score you can play and get at darts unless you throw a hedgehog. Hedgehog throwing, very popular, of course, amongst gypsies. Uh, not practiced so much anymore, but we did get a bronze at the last Olympics, apparently. Nice. On this day in 1881, the Barnum and Bailey Circus was debuted. So for the first time in the history of MQTA, I can't believe that strange, bizarre and fascinating facts about the circus. Oh, Points oh. to be won straight away. <laughs> Enrico Rastelli, mm. 1896 to 1931, is the greatest juggler of all time. Your simple task tonight to win your points is to tell me how many balls he could juggle all at once. Mm. <laughs> Closest one wins. There could be a drink here for somebody <laughs> in the world if Michelle keeps going. 23. 23 balls all yep. at the same time. Yep. 
What was he, Mr. Tickle? That's outrageous. I love all it. All in the air. 23 balls. Yeah. All in the air. Mm-hmm. At the same time. Yep. That's unbelievable. For the benefit of our listeners, Michelle is doing the action required to juggle <laughs> balls, which doesn't help when we're on the radio. <laughs> He also suffered one of the worst cases of testicular torsion known to man, I'm led to believe. Your choice is to either go higher or lower to win tonight's first point. Heather's gone on a very hedonistic and confident 23. I think it's higher. You think it's higher. What's wrong with you both? It's 10. What? 10 points. Miss Morris has won (laughs) despite being 13 balls adrift. It was 10. Ten. Yes, that's a huge feat to keep ten balls juggled in the air at the same time is remarkable. The height involved in that. Eh. Unbelievable. I'm not impressed. Can't give the points away. Well, he's dead now, so. (laughs) (laughs) Call me when somebody does 23. I'm sure he's rolling around in his grave. (laughs) According to circus superstition, it's unlucky to wear this colour in the ring. Looking for a colour, Miss Morris. Never seen this in the ring. Unlucky to wear. In Must the have, ring. Yes. Black. You're not allowed to wear black in the ring. Yes. Michelle, you've got to pick a color. Orange. You cannot give the points away tonight. It is green. Green. No St. Patrick's Day celebrations for Mick O'Donnelly, the lion tamer this year. Oh, you will not uh... see anyone in the circus wearing green in the ring. Why? Why? <laughs> Green generally is an unlucky colour in some countries. I will say that. Why? I have no idea. I you didn't do t- enough I've research. I've not done the research. <laughs> if anyone wants to write in and tell me why green's an unlucky colour, they're more than welcome to do so. Other superstitions include not whistling backstage, and it's bad luck. If you whistle, you can carry the hair from an elephant's tail in your pocket for good luck. So if you want to get hold of the elephant's tail and have a bit of a trim up, you can put that in your pocket, in your clown's pocket. Everything's a euphemism, isn't it? I'm trying my best. I'm trying to get through it. But apparently that's good luck. World Circus Day is the 18th of April, which is the day after my birthday. Yeah, go figure. It is also unlucky. If my mother would have crossed her legs for another hour and a half, I would have been born on the 18th of April. It's also unlucky to eat what backstage? Not allowed to whistle. Mustn't wear Pickles. green. <laughs> so in the circus environment, you've got the clowns, the elephants, the pony and dog show. No one's eating a pickle. Bad luck. No pickles. No pickles backstage. They're green. You're breaking two laws. If you're whistling whilst eating a green pickle, it's game over. Something's going to fall on you from a great height and there's no safety net to help. Michelle, what? You're not allowed to eat backstage. It's bad luck. Clowns. You're not allowed to eat clowns. Because they taste funny. Oh, no. (laughs) No. (laughs) Everyone thought it. Michelle said it. It's peanuts. Why? Which is the the name of the clown, apparently. (laughs) God. Oh, my. Peanut allergy. I don't know why. I've no idea. I'm disappointed. Cannot tell you. I cannot give the points away. On this day in 1934, Charles Lawton and Catherine Hepburn won Oscars at the 6th Academy Awards 
So for the first time on MQTA Radio, I can't believe that fascinating facts, bizarre information about the Oscars. Mm. On the red carpet, do nominees have to keep left or right? Mm, right. Mm. You're going to go with right. You can go with right as well. That could be wrong, but you might be right. <laughs> and you're, you could go with what's left. <laughs> oh my god I think it's right You're both going right You're both wrong It's huh. left I tried to give you clues I know You've got a choice Left or right You both choose right Why do you right. never give me clues? Why do I never give I tell you what Michelle can answer the first one next time <laughs> I will And then you can go second Because you cheat You don't, don't need clues when you're cheating Do you? I don't cheat You look at my notes When I go and squeeze the lemon Two minutes before the show starts There's plenty of cheating <laughs> Look at her face. Look. How can you not believe her? Look at her. What a, an angelic cherub. Yes, fallen angelic cherub. Mm. Face of an angel. angel. Yes, you do. <laughs> wow. Yes, you are meant to go left if you're a nominee, and you're meant to go right if you're a guest. That can't be right. Twice. <laughs> <sighs> Why am I here? Why am I here? <laughs> Toy Story's John Lasseter has dressed his Oscar in what? He works for Pixar. He won an Oscar. Woody. He's dressed. <laughs> he's dressed his Oscar like Woody. Yes. Okay. Buzz Lightyear. It's a Barbie. He's put Barbie clothes on it. I cannot give points <sighs> away. In her Oscar speech. Gwyneth Paltrow said thank you how many times and to be fair I'm going to Michelle first nine she said nine thank yous in her Oscar nomination speech when she won Miss Morris you need to pick a number if it's higher or lower you could win the points she chose nine who cares who cares <laughs> is the right answer Yay! <laughs> 23 why'd you say that he you, liked 23 you can't, keep, you can't keep saying 23. One of them is going to be right someday. <laughs> yeah. The correct answer is 23. What? <laughs> wow. Sweet. Morris. Nice. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. It's like Kim Russo's. Oh, my God. You cheating recidivist bean clap. That's ridiculous. Oh, it is. I know. I'm not making it up. Wow. Nice. I've got to give you points, have I? You do. You're on 12. I've no idea how that happened. Wow. Unbelievable. They can be removed, of course. Oh. On this day in 1939, Germany occupied Czechoslovakia, just to bring everybody down. Nice. So now we have, for the first time on MQTA Radio, the I can't believe that amazing and fascinating facts about the Czech Republic. Hmm. I've lived in Prague. It's an amazing place. Why are you holding your paper up? Because you're cheating all the time. <laughs> I've actually rolled my mother over the top of my paperwork so you can't see the answers. I'm having to lift her arm up. I'm not looking 
get your stupid Something's paper. going on in the world stupid that you paper. keep guessing all the answers, right? You can't possibly know this stuff. I did. Yeah. Of course you did. Sat there like, Yuri Geller, look at you. You'll be bending spoons next. Yeah. <sighs> A competitive hunt for what? By the way, if we get these questions right, there's going to be a steward's inquiry and a drugs test taken. Mm, a competitive hunt for what takes place in the woods on St. Vaclav's Day in September. So you're in the Czech Republic. Mm. It's September. It's St. Vaclav's Day, a day that we all celebrate, of course. Yes. You're going to go into the woods. You're hunting for what? Werewolves. You're hunting for werewolves oh. on St. Vaclav's Day in September. Yeah. You're going with that, are you? Mm-hmm. You don't want to... Give the answer 23? No. Okay, Michelle, what are they hunting for? Mushrooms. They are hunting for mushrooms. What's wrong with the two of you? <laughs> Someone's eating you mushrooms. So mad. I am. I, can't, I don't want you to get the answers right. I mean, I'm in this game as Could well. Could you try to be supportive? Wow. I'm giving you points. What's wrong with you both? By the way, the Czech Republic has the most hospital beds anywhere in the world. And has the most beer consumed per capita, which is probably why they need all the hospital beds if you're eating mushrooms and beer constantly. And And the most castles as well, I might Mm, add. Nice. Than anywhere else in the world. world. For Christmas dinner, Czechs aren't tucking into turkey. Oh, no. By Jiminy, they're not. What arrives on your Christmas dinner table? What is your Christmas dinner? Is it a meat or a vegetable? (laughs) Who are we looking at? Give me a hint. <laughs> Does it honk? <laughs> <laughs> Does it make an <laughs> noise? No, they're not eating my mother on Christmas Day. <laughs> oh, I got the knee replacement. That's not fair. <laughs> so, it's going to be... There's no vegetables in sight. No vegetables. No, ve- not a veg. They may have a turnip or a beetroot somewhere wedged there, but it's... Uh, I'm looking for non-vegetable matter here. Mm. It's your Christmas dinner. You've got your party hats on. You've che- got your chaka... Chakabian goat. Chaka- your Jacobean goat. <laughs> <laughs> Jacobean goat. <laughs> You're pulling this stuff. Oh, my God. Do you know what Jacobean is? Yes. Nope. It's a period in history. During the period of Charles the First and Charles the Second, it's around 1630, 1640. Well, it's well, who's Jacob? <laughs> who's Jacob? <laughs> and his brother Stian. <laughs> Jacob Stian. Stian. <laughs> I knew that getting a bag of wine was a bad idea. Says you. So you're going with a goat, yep. and it has to be Jacobean. <laughs> yep. So Age. this is a goat that's dating from the 1640s. That's going to be ripe, isn't it? <laughs> Someone prod the goat with a stick. Oh, no. <laughs> Juicy's flailing all directions. I'll tell you what I've forgotten to do, by the way. Oh. The throbbing corpse. <gasps> yes. That is the gong of infinite knowledge with its rigor mortis of facts and corpse jelly of information. Stand back. It's impressive, isn't it? Yeah. I should have rung the gong of infinite knowledge at the beginning of this round. I can only apologise for a lack of professionalism, but I got caught up in the cheating scandal that took place. (laughs) Are we going to get anything other than a goat out of you? No. Okay, you're going to stick with the goat. (laughs) (laughs) She's doing impressions already. I like it. What are you going to go with, Michelle? Your Christmas dinner, you're in Pilsen. 
It's rolling up. It's Christmas dinner time. I Everyone's sat at the, the table. You're going to go with a goose. A goose. Oh. I thought you said a ghost. Honk. We're having ghost for Christmas dinner. <laughs> it is a carp. Carp. Why? Carp. Yep. They're having Ick. carp for Christmas dinner. Those aren't for eating. I don't know what you'd stuff it with. What are you? Where are you going to look into that? Do you think you have to sort of look into it with an onion in your hand? Are you done with this? I don't want you to carp on about it. Wow. I wonder if you're staring into the abyss thinking that's carpal tunnel syndrome. Oh, Oh, come on. I love this show. But that was then. And this is now as we go into our favorite part of the show. It's the mailbag. These are your emails, your letters of support, your messages throughout the week. If you write to us, I will read them out. Most people write to us on Facebook. If you go yeah. to more questions than answers with Adrian Lee, everything's there for you. Joseph has posted, not sure how the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game will go when I'm listening to 100 episodes in a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Badly. Badly. Very badly. He's going to have to stock up with a few bags of wine. And gradka. Yeah, gradka. Good news, Joseph. We found blood in your alcohol supply. He's listening with everyone else on SoundCloud. If you go to soundcloud.com and search for MQTA Radio, it's all free on there for you. The show, over the last four years, you can listen to them back-to-back like Joseph all weekend long. You can listen to them in the car on long journeys while you're walking the dog in the gym. And the new episode has been posted for season three on SoundCloud. Our first ever episode of season three, and it was a winner. Winner. Is now available as well for you. So everything's on there. And if you like what you hear on SoundCloud, why not press the little orange love heart and show us how much you love the show. I am going to mention as well that we do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show. It's hilarious. When we go off air at the top of the hour. We can't read this out on air, but Mm -mm, we can read it out over the internet. Yes. So we have a round called Not For Your Mother. It's the stories from around the world that contain filth. Oh, so Naughtiness. Naughty. Innuendo. So at the end of the hour here, we stay in the studio. We do an extra 20 to 25 minutes in a round called Not For Your Mother. We can't read them out on air because we'll get removed or get given a hefty fine. But if you go to SoundCloud, search for MQTA Radio, you will hear that extra 20 to 25 minutes. And many people say that's that favorite part of the show we're also available on itunes stitcher tuning radio and so many platforms i've lost count if you can't find us you've only got yourself to blame larry has posted heather i became a patreon to support you you are you are my favorite You put on such a brave face or voice when dealing with Adrian's shenanigans. (laughs) (laughs) And arbitrary points slinging. Arbitrary points slinging. Perhaps you do so under threat of being locked in Adrian's mother's room where the snoring... Never yeah. stops. Never. <laughs> this is room 101. It's in my room 101 is is with my mother constantly. Ooh. Big brother's watching. He goes on to say, by the way, I will be contacting Adrian, showering him with praises 
and telling him that he is my favorite, but I'll be lying through my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Larry. Wow. <laughs> If you go to patreon.com, this show's free. It'll always be free. We love what we do. But we do have costs. We have studio costs. Yeah, we, we have do. to pay for all of the platforms that you listen to for free. And we have many, many overheads. If you wish to donate a single dollar to each episode, if you go to patreon.com, search for MQTA Radio, we would be very, very grateful. We've been doing this for four to five years now without a single cost to anybody because we love doing the show. It's mm -hmm. fun to hang out. I wish all of our listeners could join us in the bar afterwards and enjoy the kind of shenanigans and fun that we get up to. We're just like this in normal real life. This yeah. isn't put on. We are genuinely this ridiculously stupid. Yes, sadly, yes. Funnier. And uh, oh. I guess funnier in many respects. <laughs> of course we are. So if you go to patreon.com, you can donate a dollar and you can access the show directly. First time off the bat. You don't have to wait. We're about five mm -hmm. to six weeks behind on SoundCloud. And there's many other wondrous things that you get. For your dollars. If you go to Patreon, MQTA Radio, we would be very, very grateful. Martin, who's our regular listener in New Martin! York. Martin! He's one of our Patreons. I He's extend. been there forever. He has been yes. on there forever. He said last yeah, night, I learned <laughs> yeah. that if I go to a con, like a sci-fi convention, yeah. I should go as a Klingon. Yes. Yes. Uh -huh. Hi, Martin. Because <laughs> you had your way with a couple of Klingons last weekend at the MarsCon. Hot sex of a Klingon. In Minneapolis. Mm. Yes. Ridged for his pleasure. Mm. Uh-huh. I see where we are. Michael, a new member, has posted, thanks for accepting my request. Love your show very much. Cheers. Aw, thanks, thanks, Michael. Spread the word would be my advice. Yeah, keep if you, going. If you listen to the show, if you enjoy the show, why not cut and paste the links? Why not tell the whole wide world Share what us. you're listening to and get as many people on board as possible? Our Facebook site is more questions than answers with Adrian Lee. That is the main vehicle for the show. All of tonight's stories, all of the banter, the cartoons, the camaraderie, the jokes, everything is shared on there and much, much more. We have 6,100 followers on there at the moment. Robin in Massachusetts, a good friend and listener. Robin! Love you, Robin! I keep asking what Nathan's job is on the show. <laughs> I don't know. All I, all I get is he's under the table or he's in the corner having peanuts thrown at him. <laughs> yes! Peanuts, as we've discovered, is in fact the name of a clown, of course. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> This is true. He keeps time. He does keep time. Yes, yeah. he tells me when I've been talking too much. Yes. He tells me he to does. wind the show up when I've got two minutes left. He That's keeps right. us on track. Yes. Is where we are. Like a lawyer. Finally, in this week's mailbag, PJ has written the word weenus. <laughs> really? He says it makes him laugh every single time. Yeah. yeah. Weenus. <laughs> My mother moisturizes her weenus to keep it supple. I'm slightly dehydrated, so my weenus doesn't go back after I've pulled it out. <laughs> Honestly, look at it. Look. No, I'm not looking at it. It's like a chicken skin Put at the it moment. Back. You want to so. see my weenus? No. <laughs> What's two weenuses? Weeni or weenuses? Weenie. Weenie. Again with Latin, are you? <laughs> Weenie. <laughs> I, I'm tempted just to have the rest of the show leaning into the mic for the next 45 minutes and going, weenus. No. No. 
Okay, I shall continue. On Twitter, you can find us at Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips. We have 98,000 followers on there. And of course, you can listen to us first on the Dark Matter Digital Network at 8 p.m. Central Time every Friday night. We have 190 countries listening and 100,000 people tuning in every Friday night. So a big thank you to all of our listeners around the world for making this one of the most listened to paranormal radio shows anywhere in the world. I've written many wondrous and fantastic books. I've read them all at least twice. They're very good. If you wish to purchase any of my books, you can go to Amazon and search for Adrian Lee, how to be a Christian psychic, what the Bible says about healers, mediums and paranormal investigators is on there for you as well. If you're into ghosts, if you're into history, if you're into the metaphysical, everything's on there for you. And I've actually read three of those chapters free of charge. You don't get much for free in life, but if you give freely, you receive freely. But if you go to YouTube, search for How to Be a Christian Psychic with Adrian Lee. Three of those chapters are completely free on healing, crystals and meditation. No curse of Oak Island this week. Oh, sorry. What are we going to talk about? Having a good week, Michelle? Is everything going well at work? Yeah. I found a brooch. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I spent five years on the beach and came back with some coconut fiber. Found a rusty nail. Yes, Nathan's clutching it into his palm as we speak mm. to stay conscious. Yes. I know how much our listeners like listening to our investigations. I did an event at the Volstead House. This is in Granite Falls in Yellow Medicine County in Western Minnesota. The Volstead House, a fabulous place. If you get a chance to go to Granite Falls, it's a great town. To visit, and Andrew Volstead was the guy that founded Prohibition. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be welcomed on this show, is he? Nope. Very, very old, historic, haunted building. But I did a series of investigations there last Friday, and we had members of the public with us. People were paying. We're raising money for the historical society and for the city hall. They want to put in place a nursery, a creche, and we're raising money for that. I just want to go through a couple of things that I thought were very interesting. I was in the parlour, had all of our paid members with us going around with me. I had all the equipment out. It's not often you get a chance to investigate a haunted historic building with a paranormal investigator with all the equipment out. So this is why they're coming and supporting charity, of course. We had a static meter placed in the middle of the parlour that just went on on its own and it lights up like a full spectrum of lights. It's a really impressive light display. One of the women screamed so hard that two motion sensors then came on on the back of that and I lost a fill-in. So one of the ladies was a bit jumpy. She screamed when the static meter came on and something must have walked through that meter to have set that off. But her scream was so loud, two motion sensors then went off. So her (laughs) scream must have bounced some air around that room. Do you know you can sing a high-pitched note and smash a crystal glass? This is where we were. I lost a fill-in. I'm still looking for it. Fell out. But we had a lot of static meter activity, a lot of K2 meters registering EMF. They were pulsing all the way through the evening at irregular intervals. So it wasn't mechanical. So there was certainly a lot going on in there. We've got a device called an SB7. It's like a ghost box, specifically designed for paranormal investigating. It hisses and generates white noise. I had this device on for 10 minutes and all you can hear is shh. 
And then out of the gloom, out of the darkness, out of the buzzing, came the word mummy in a little girl's voice, which was quite impressive. I'm going to go back there again, hopefully. If you keep an eye open on the Granite Falls sites on Facebook, I'm going to advertise going back there. We're going to do a ghost hunting 101 workshop where I'm going to give some talks and some lectures and actually do a paranormal investigation. If people want to join up for that, we'll have that on there shortly and advertise that. Raising money for charity again. A flashlight came on on its own as well. On the chair next to me, just illuminated the whole room for two seconds and went off again. So there's a lot going on there, a lot to look at. We move into the first round, that is Ghosts and Hauntings. And remember, what don't we do? We don't do orbs. orbs. No, we don't do orbs. No orbs in this building. We don't do them. If I had a dollar for every person who sends me a Polaroid picture of an orb, I'd have at least $11. <laughs> the round that is Ghosts and Hauntings. Michelle's on two. Heather's somehow managed to finagle a 12. Wow. And I'm yet to score. A Vietnamese pop singer was arrested on Tuesday after she allegedly killed a woman in an exorcism ritual while under the influence of drugs. Nguyen Viet Cuong, popularly known as Chao Viet Cuong, shoved garlic cloves into a woman's mouth until she died from suffocation, reported local daily Turo Tre News. Death by garlic, a common practice in France, I'm led to believe. <laughs> the 40-year-old singer met the woman at a house party in Barding district on Monday, where, together with other friends, they consumed narcotics overnight. According to the report, Kayong started having hallucinations at around 8am and was convinced that the woman was possessed by an evil spirit. You know that's a good party if at 8am you then start having hallucinations because you've gone through the entire night at that point. Wow. I know. After buying a large amount of fresh garlic, both Kuong and the woman scattered garlic around the house and started putting the clothes into their mouths. <laughs> Kiyong then held the woman down and shoved one garlic clove after another down her throat until she died from suffocation. According to the police, their friends tried to intervene, but had been incapacitated by the influence of drugs. An autopsy found a total of 33 garlic cloves stuck in the woman's windpipe, concluding that her death was caused by congestion in the respiratory tract. Kiyong is in detention for a further probe into the victim's death and his drugs abuses. Wow. Mm. Think the Rolling Stones just trashed hotels and threw TVs into swimming pools. Wow. Silly Vietnam curse, or how could this be worse? You decide. You can go to our Facebook site, More Questions and Answers with Adrian Lee, where that story is there for you in glorious Technicolor. Miss Morris, what do you have for me tonight in the round of Ghosts? And hauntings. Well, to be sure, I got a story about St. Paddy's Day. <laughs> so you thought you'd go Pakistani? Yeah. Nice. Are you ready? Ready. I'm born ready. Yep. Well, it's bizarre things you didn't know about the Irish event, including why leprechauns aren't green. I never knew such things. Green, of course, unlucky if you're in the circus. We now mm -hmm. know that. Lucky Information. Unlucky. You leave this show. With more than you arrive with. You can't, that's got to be worth a dollar of anyone's money, isn't it? I'd like right. to think so. If we make you laugh and you leave with more than you arrive with, that's 100 pennies. That's got to be nothing. You can't even buy a Snickers bar for that these days. 
Ooh. Ooh. They are typically portrayed as mischievous little creatures in green hats, jackets, and trousers. But the original leprechaun. Straight to have Nathan back, isn't it? Yes. Thank you. (laughs) But the original leprechauns didn't look like that. The early bearded fairies wore red jackets laced with gold, according to ancient tales. And it was actually Yeats who said that only trooping fairies dressed in green. Trooping fairies. What's a trooping fairy? I'm guessing one that's trooping, walking, marching. Marching. Yeah, marching. Marching fairies. There we are. The writer's descriptions are a far cry from the Guinness-drinking, ginger-bearded, and green-cloth men likely to be seen in Britain's bars on St. Paddy's Day. Top of the morning to you. Wow. That was rather scratchy. Yeah. Yes, I've got a sore throat, Mm. unfortunately. Too much talking. Who knew? I was told the other day I like talking. I can't believe it. (sighs) I didn't know such things. But you won't stop talking! Why don't you give it a rest? (laughs) (laughs) I love that song. (laughs) Well, apparently they weren't actually that friendly. Did you know that? Yes, Yes. they're mean little buggers. They are. Well, and also, they didn't live in Ireland. They didn't? No, they, they just didn't. went there for the holidays. Well, according to early tales, leprechauns lived in an undersea kingdom oh, in yeah. the mid-Atlantic. Hmm. And I did not know that. Well, there Ireland is between America, with the mid-Atlantic being in the way to a degree. Yes, but they're undersea. They're did you undersea. know they like lived mermen. there? They're mermen. Not really. Did you know they were all male? Yes. Yes. All of them. I'll give I'll give us points, Michelle, for knowing that. I think I'll give you wow, two. Wow, this is not your quiz. This is my quiz. This is not your quiz. We both knew that. <laughs> we'll have four. How does that sound? I like it. Thank nice. you, Adrian. My well, pleasure. they wouldn't fix your shoes either. I no, knew that. They're not did you cobblers. know that? Did you know did. that? Yeah, excellent. We'll not have another couple. Cobblers. Wow. Not cobblers yet. Knew that. It's not cobblers. Well, the crock of gold in the shoes. They were added actually a lot later. They didn't come with them. That's right. Yeah. They didn't accessorize. You <laughs> stop it. Up to eight. <laughs> did you know that? I did. Yeah, you can have some more. Did you know they were much smaller than you'd actually think? They're tiny. Yeah, very small. Yeah. No, Let's go I didn't ten. know that. <laughs> ten each. Lovely. How big were they, oh, Mr. Lee? Minute. Mm. So small. How I mean, big? just really, nope, really. you got to give me a measurement. Oh, that's at least. What, what a you measurement. Sh- Give me a measurement. Let's do a man measurement. Half an inch. No. I think about three inches. Yep, you'd be right. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's colder colder in this part of the studio. Michelle, you can have more points for getting three inches. Well, (laughs) wow. I'll give you some more later if I'm feeling philanthropic. Well, essentially, when the king of the leprechauns stood up, Oh, Adrian might actually get the points back. It said a blade of grass came up as high as his knee. That'd be about half an inch then. Not really. No, it's Michelle. No, it's me. Sorry. At the end of that round. (laughs) (laughs) I win. I can't believe you didn't do more of an Irish accent. Well, I couldn't because I... That's not one that's in my repertoire. None of them are in your repertoire. It doesn't stop you from trying, does it? Week in, week out, in one ear, out the other. Unbelievable. I find it very odd that this country celebrates St. Patrick's Day. It's huge. Yet, hardly anyone's been to Ireland. Very few people are related to Irish people, unless you're living in Chicago, for example. 
What's the American patron saint? Why aren't you celebrating your own? St. Mary. Wow. I'll give you more points. Thank you. It is St. Mary. I think it's something like the 12th or 13th of December. Why aren't you celebrating your own patron saint? Why are you celebrating someone else's? St. Bernard. Because it comes with beer. Oh, that's the magic, is it? Where St. Mary just comes with virginity. Yeah. Yeah. So the beer's winning at that point, isn't it? Mm -mm. St. George just comes with a dragon, the patron saint of England mm-hmm. is St. George. He never visited England. He didn't come anywhere near England. He was a soldier conscripted into the Roman army in the Middle East. And he's the patron saint of many countries, mm-hmm. Malta, Georgia, Russia, I believe. But yes, you're hundred percent right. It is St. Mary, the patron saint of America, but Americans don't celebrate their own patron saint. No. They're celebrating somebody else's. That was a very beneficial round for everybody. It was. Thank you, I've Heather. still got more to go, but at this moment, Heather's on 12, I'm on 12, and you're on 14 now. Oh. What? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> Michelle, mm. what have you got for me tonight in the round of Ghosts and Hauntings? By the way, no one's ever scored. More than maybe 20 points, unless I've gifted 100 points here and there. But this is a record winning. We were only in the first round. Yeah. Score. I've never known such hedonistic, dizzying heights in the scoring department. Nice. Can eat an abacus soon. Abacus. Ghost like fog causes driver to swerve and stop. In the dash cam footage, a red car can be seen traveling down a road. Nothing appears to be out of the ordinary as a trailing vehicle films from behind. Then suddenly, after the taxi turns the corner, a large white figure swipes across the screen, appearing to strike it. Spooky. Mm -hmm. The cab swerves into the next lane and crashes into a tree. The footage was captured in Hong Kong, China on February 9th, but has only just come to light after being shared on YouTube. It was uploaded to channel The Hidden Underbelly 2.0 yesterday and has already racked up almost a thousand hits. And viewers were amused by the encounter. One questioned, I wonder what the driver would have to say. Another quizzed, I would love to know what happened to the occupant of the car. Did they die? Survive? Do they have any recollections of what happened? And a third simply exclaimed, looks like a demonic attack. Very weird. We've come across fogs on many paranormal investigations. I remember investigating in the basement of the St. James Hotel in Red Wing on the border of Wisconsin there in Minnesota. It's a very, very old 1880s fantastic hotel. And there was a fog just came across the basement. I mean, a literally a thick fog that you couldn't see through, and it just worked its way in. It was quite remarkable. Lots of people witnessed that. It wasn't just myself. Do you remember seeing the fog in the basement? Were you there on that one? No. You were somewhere else in the building. I'm still upset about the point. Oh, we're still on that, are we? <laughs> Look at that face. Oh, no. Look at her face. We Look can't at have her. that Look face. At, no, we can't. Look at that little face. We need the angel face. We do. You need to be funny and informative, and some points might come your way. <gasps> wow. That brings to the controversial end of the round that is Ghosts and Hauntings. Michelle's on 14, and Heather and myself are tied in last place on a rather hefty 12. We move into the round that is UFOs and cryptozoology. It's green men and very hairy beasties. Teams from the SETI Institute and the University of California claim that if transmissions from extraterrestrials from a faraway galaxy do reach Earth, they could already be dead. 
Their data is based on the incredible length of time it would take a signal to travel the length of the known galaxy. About a hundred thousand years. Claudio Grimaldi, who isn't one of the world's best jugglers, <laughs> from the Federal Polytechnic School of Lucerne, said it was likely such an alien culture would be disappearing by then. Commenting on the findings, he added, if the civilization emitted from the other side of the galaxy when the signals arrive here, the civilization will already have been gone. The boffin is now researching why humans have not yet encountered alien life. Who says we haven't? Right. It's a hefty statement to say. I've been reading about abduction reports for the last six months for my next book, Ghosts and UFOs, Are They the Same? I would argue that we have made contact with extraterrestrials. He claims some come shortly after fascinating New Day classified footage that captured the moment a US Navy military jet pilot saw a supposed UFO. If you want to see the footage of the US Navy military pilot capturing a UFO, you can go to our Facebook site, More Questions and Answers, with Adrian Lee. Let's be patient at SETI. Or let's spend the money and go look for a Yeti. <laughs> I think we've got more chance of finding one. I shall give myself points. I am now up to 14. Oh. Miss Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Green Men and Hairy Beasties? Well, it's going to come all full circle now. Oh. Are you ready? You're going to give me more quiz answers I can get I'm right. a little worried, but yes. No. I'm slightly well, concerned. Yeah. I'm preparing myself. Because the makers of popular language learning website and app Duolingo announced the addition of its latest <gasps> course. Oh, oh. The Star Trek Language Klingon. Let's get it. Hey. Yeah. Let's do it. Now I'll know what to expect the next time I go to the con. Maybe this you is don't on a want website to, though, Heather. This is Dead Dingo, is it? Duolingo. Oh, Duolingo. Okay. Oh, for crying. Duolingo <laughs> announced. Dingo. That starting Thursday, users will be offered the opportunity to learn Klingon, the language created for the fictional race from the Star Trek franchise. The program creator said Klingon is considered a coleg or constructed language. Oh, that's conleg. Not coleg. <laughs> you know the colags. Yeah. You say potato, I say potato. <laughs> you say tomato, I say tomato. We're living in Britain. It's actually one of the most popular languages that have been searched out with several books written on the subject and even the creation of a Klingon language institute. I believe it. Ooh, I can get my degree now. Yes, in Ooh. a useless subject. I've found, I've been working recently with the upper... Dakota Sioux in Granite Falls again. Yes. And I've been doing a lot of work up there as a psychic and a Reiki healer. And I said to them, do you not have medicine men that would do a similar job? And they said to me, there's not a single person left by one or two people that actually speak Dakota anymore. What? And I said, well, why is that important? And they said, well, you need to speak to your ancient ancestors to get them to come through. And of course, they were told when they was at school and so forth, that they weren't allowed to speak in their own native language. So there's a reservation up there where there's no one left but one or two people that speak Dakota. I then said to them, why don't you speak to Rosetta Stone or someone like that and see if you can have a Dakota learning, you know, so people can learn the language. And they said they've tried that and they're not interested because not enough people would want it. So that we're now in a situation where we now have Klingon being offered because it's popular but Dakota, the Native American language of this area, 
isn't being offered because not enough people are interested. I'd want to learn it. I would. That's uh, that makes me sad. It's remarkable. Thanks for bringing the show down. I know, and yeah, I'm just thinking you can me. learn Klingon, but you can't go and learn Dakota. Is remarkable. Well, many Star Trek fans. Yes, and there's a lot of them. Curious. Thank you. Thanks a lot for bringing Lee. the show down. God. That was informative information. I'm giving myself another two points. <laughs> yeah, but I just woke up. <laughs> Many Star Trek fans became curious about the Klingon language at some point, but learning a language takes time, energy, and regular practice, especially when you're just starting out. Therefore, if the language isn't one of your primary interests, chances are you'll end up investing that energy elsewhere. Whether it's cosplay, fan fiction, reading novels, or any of the multitude of forms that fandom can take. Or Hot Sex of the Klingon mm-hmm. in Bang. room 1109. I see where you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, you were looking in the people. Maybe we could just learn some phrases. Oh, like Choctaw? <laughs> Choctaw? What's that? Is that some region I'm, of a- <laughs> My baby, she's a Chippewa. Yeah. She's a one of a kind. I have no clue what's going on. I've lost my grip on the day. <laughs> Do excuse me. I'm due back on Earth at any moment. <laughs> I shall give you points, but for the life of me, I have no idea why. I'm just feeling philanthropic. I think it's Choctaw. Is that it? That's a region in Arkansas. Choctaw. Michelle, Ooh. what have you got for me tonight in the round of UFOs and cryptozoology? Bizarre skeletal remains with just three fingers and three toes could be alien. Despite having many similarities to humans, it is claimed. Heather's showing me what three fingers currently look like. It's more like one. Yes. One. But she did it three times. <laughs> this She's is why. Making a point. <laughs> She's either pulling gang signs or she's got arthritis. Mm. This is why we can't have cameras in the studio. People ask for the last five years, can you put cameras in the studio? This is why we can't do it. Mm. We can't put them in while you're being so rude. It's you, it's not me. (laughs) I seem to be getting a lot of flack tonight, don't I? (laughs) Where's where's the people writing in saying, Adrian, we love you. I'm really sorry the two American women are constantly picking on you. Where's that stuff? They're not sorry. They're not. (laughs) No. I think there's an element of racism in that. No, No. it's not racism. They just don't like my English accent. It's too soon. I'm sorry. It's too soon. Too soon. (laughs) Too soon. The mysterious remains, which were found in Peru alongside a nine-month-old baby mummy, have been named Maria by a research team. Maria? I've just met a mummy named Maria. (laughs) Tests reportedly reveal that Maria is humanoid. I'm looking at Nathan and a small amount of wheat has come out. Yes. Oh, because she does have 23 chromosomes, but she does have a number of things that mean she is not human. Professor Konstantin Korakov from the Russian National Research University told Sputnik News, each of the little mummies has two arms and two legs, a head, and a pair of eyes and a mouth. 
that tissue has biological nature and their chemical composition indicates that they are humans. Their DNA features 23 pairs of chromosomes, just like we have. All the four of them are males. Well, then why they name it Maria? That does seem a little odd, doesn't it? <laughs> Perhaps they named it before they realised what it was. That could be. I've had pets that have been very small, and you give it a name, and it turns out to be it a, sticks. a different yeah. sex, doesn't it? Each with Y chromosomes. They appear human, but they are not. Their anatomic structure is different. The team researching Maria's remains have been investigating since last year. Conspiracy theory website Gaia.com has featured videos suggesting the discovery could be a being closely related to humans, yet still from outer space. I thought you were going to say the French for the minute. <laughs> <laughs> and Professor Korakov appears to agree. Professor what? Korakov. Oh, I'm sorry. Franz. <laughs> Professor Franz. Hans Zarkov. <laughs> yeah. From Formerly NASA. Of NASA. <laughs> Has provided an explanation. Yes. <laughs> Is Hans Zarkov a real person? <laughs> no, he's That's not. That's still one of my favorite things that ever happened. <laughs> oh. Well, anyway, Professor Karakov appears to agree they could be extraterrestrials. Or bio-robots. Oh, there's a lot oh. going on there, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. Maria and baby Vavita could have been representatives of a certain race which had possibly reached a stage of advancement much earlier than we did. Maybe thousands of years earlier. Wow. Mm -hmm. Maria, the male mummy, or that just sounds funny. You decided. (laughs) Go to our Facebook site, More Questions and Answers with Adrian Lee. I have to say one thing. I saw that picture. And it's... No, I'm not going to say whether oh. it's... I was going to tell you, it rather looks like your mummy child, Brian. Oh, Brian. Kuman Thong. Yeah, the Kuman Thong that you have tucked in a box. The effigy. Yeah. In Tibetan Buddhist culture. Yeah. The little mummified fetus. I love him. Yeah, I love him. He's cute. You feed him cookies and chocolates, You're supposed to give a Kuman Thong offerings. He brings good luck. Yeah. Very Buddhist. Yeah. Very, very culturally aware, Miss Morris. I shall give you more points. You should. You're on to 16. Give me we, more. We race. Don't get carried away. <laughs> <laughs> we race into the final round. We barely minutes on the clock. This is the round of the strange and the bizarre. The stories from around the world that are too good. Not to read out, but don't fit easily into any other category. We'll get through as many as possible. Doctor finds air where part of a man's brain should have been. <laughs> That's in every mail. Yeah. Are we going down that road, are we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the stunning discovery was made by a team of doctors after the man from Ireland sought medical attention. <laughs> <laughs> so a man from Ireland <laughs> with half a brain. <laughs> wow. I'd call him gifted. <laughs> <laughs> in otherwise good health. I mean, good health other than half a brain. <laughs> Bear with me, I'm learning to drive in NASCAR. In otherwise good health, he reported a few months of unsteady walking. Really? <laughs> 
a few falls <laughs> and a weakness on his left hand side. It just sounds like a good bad night out. <laughs> what were you drinking last night, Mick? Half your brain's gone. <laughs> Yet there were no red flags in his medical history. <laughs> he didn't smoke, barely drank alcohol. I'd want a DNA test done oh, at that point. Yeah. It read, there was no confusion, facial weakness, visual or speech disturbance, the doctors wrote. He was otherwise fit and well, independent with physical activities of daily living, and lived at home with his wife and two sons. But a head CT and MRI scan left doctors stunned. In a paper titled, The Man That Lost Part of His Mind, Baffled Physicians. I'm sure I left it somewhere. Can't for the life of me think where. It's going to be with my keys, isn't it, at the end of the day? Physicians found he was missing the right frontal lobe of his brain. Was it really air? Yes, there was air in there. They actually had to do an operation to get the air out of his head. Like bursting a football. Goes, yeah, that's what happened. Now, Are because you I mean, This is exactly what happened. The condition is when a pocket of pressurized air forms within the cranium, which typically happens after brain surgery, the study says. Amazing half a brain. Oh, that's insane. He's actually looking to go into politics. Insane in the brain. Nice. Miss Morris, you've got the last story of the evening. What have you got for me in the round of SMB? A Boston man. Well, first I should say, you know all those nor'easters hitting. Uh Uh-huh. Thinking Uh, of you guys. I know. Cold weather. Wish you guys luck because I think there's another one heading your way. Yes. A Boston man who dressed up as Disney heroine Elsa for a snowy night out, ended up coming to the rescue of a police wagon that became snuck in a snowbank. I saw that. Did you? Yes, he dressed up as a Disney princess. I didn't realize it was Frozen. a dude right it away. Was a dude. <laughs> wow, you've been out with some rough salts, haven't you? It was a dude. He was a rotter. Mm. Yes, Chris Haynes who was having a drink on Tuesday evening at the Gallows Pub in the city's south end, took out his phone and recorded video when a fellow diner, a man dressed as Frozen's Queen Elsa, ran outside to offer some people pushing a Boston police wagon that became stuck in the snow. Hayes posted the video to Facebook, where it quickly went viral. Elsa was later unmasked as Jason Triplett, 37, who said he decided to go out drinking as the Snow Queen because staying in during the blizzard was giving him cabin fever. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I just little. sit there and I'd be happy to sit there with a cup of tea, the cat on my lap, watching a bit of TV. I don't think I'm going with to dress a, up. With a wig and your dress on? Yes. <laughs> and your wand. If I'm going to be a Disney princess, it's going to happen in the comfort of my own house. Wow. Helping Disney princess or... I couldn't care less. Who cares? Who cares? cares? We now move into the round that is called Not For Your Mother, which means you have now found us on our platforms on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being tech savvy and searching for us. Why don't you cut and paste the links onto your social media sites and tell the whole wide world that you're listening to the only paranormal quiz show. Thank you for your support. If you wish to go to patreon.com, and search for MQTA Radio. You can donate a single dollar if we make you laugh. If you leave the show with more than you arrive with, that's got to be worth a hundred pennies. Yeah. This yeah. is the round where your mother needs to leave the room. If there's any small miners running around, then you're probably Snow White. <laughs> yeah. I have a story to start the round of Not For Your Mother. 
Kosumu, Grandfather Rock Abused by Naked Tourist. You want, oh. you want me to read that for you? The woman was spotted <laughs> pulling down her hot pants. Ooh, hot Ooh. pants. Next to the hidden tar or Grandfather Rock on Holiday Island, Kusumu, Thailand. I saw the rock, not bunk. It's not bunk, it's huge. No. <laughs> she was then snapped, allegedly thrusting herself against a 12-foot-high sacred rock, Ooh. which locals believe holds the spirit of an old man. You bet it does. Furious <laughs> residents are now demanding police find the woman and make her give a public apology. Food seller Sutida Wangaya. Food seller means she's got a hot dog stand. The rock is very special. I don't know what she's cooking. (laughs) The rock is very special and represents our island. It is an insult to do this to it. Resident Niwin Saksun, 34. Niwin Saksun, 34, who runs a stall near the stone, added... I felt uncomfortable after seeing the picture. Oh, I uh, felt un- uncomfortable. There we go. Use all that Thailand. I have seen other picture. Oh. I want a place to take a proper action. <laughs> Don't avoid this happening again. <laughs> you want salt and vinegar on your fish and chip? <laughs> My grandfather Rock has a long history. A long what? History. (laughs) History. And the people of Sumor are proud of it. (laughs) Mr. Bond. Wow. The Hintai Rock, a tourist attraction in the island, is found next to a smaller Hinyai Rock. You've always got to compare, haven't you? Do you see what I mean? It is colder on Hinyai, though, apparently. Despite warning signs on the beach, the unfortunate phallic shape of the rock regularly attracts pranksters who cause offence by climbing on it or posing next to it. In February, a model sparked anger with a cheeky photo in front of the landmark. A spokesman for the police on the island said this is not acceptable and officers will investigate the image and try to find the woman. An amazing rock or just a great big throbbing configuration of stones? You decide. Go to our Facebook site. You can see a picture of the woman naked next to the phallus on our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. Michelle Corrie, what do you have for me in the round of naughtiness in Not For Your Mother? Gravity Sandra Bullock, 53, and the aviators Kate Blanchett apparently have some unusual beauty methods after it was revealed that they have undergone so-called penis facials. A penis facial. You look like you need a scrub over there, Michelle. There's a few blemishes, a couple of zits. I'll fight you. I have good skin. What does it entail? (laughs) Why do you have good skin, Michelle? (laughs) Well... 48-year-old Kate, who is currently on the promo trail for a new film, Ocean's 8, which stars the duo, as well as a whole host of other stars, including Rihanna, revealed it is all about the A-list beauty treatment. Sandy Bullock and I saw this facialist in New York, Georgia Louise, and she gives what we call the penis facial. Lovely. Yes. Rub it in, it's good for you. Mm. Well, you've got to tell them something, haven't you? 
You just rub it till it gets hard. Oh, mm. rub it. Take out the wrinkles. Take out the wrinkles. It's like, Keep bo- rubbing. like Botox. Yeah. Okay. Do you hear it? I can. Your skin's <laughs> like leather. What's wrong with you? This is Minnesotan women. Mm. Ooh, both hands. That feels rough. Both hands. <laughs> Look at your crow's feet have disappeared. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking to Daily Mail Online, beautician Georgia Louise explained the penis facial has become the street name in Tinseltown for the beautifying procedure on account of the fact Get ready. The stem cells are taken from the foreskins of baby Korean boys. Baby oh. Korean. From Bellens? Boys. No, not the Bellens. Snippins. The covering of the Bellens, madam. Oh. Oh. Uh-huh. I can't believe you don't know that. Oh. Uh. The penis facial, which celebs got at a high-end clinic in New York, is said to rejuvenate with stem cells. That's like rubbing an elastic band all over your face, like having a rubber band, like a bit of firmicelli, a bit of pasta pushed all well, around. Well, would you not get injected with the stem cells? I don't want to be injected with a South want... Korean baby's foreskin. No. No. How many kids? What do they do? Ship them across in buckets? What do they have some sort of cargo freighter pulling up at the banks of New York Harbor? With, with calamari. Crates full of calamari. Calamari <laughs> and rubber binders. <laughs> wow. There are a couple other interesting trends which include vaginal steaming. Oh. I prefer a cup of tea. And um, you're supposed to take a jade egg and stick it up your yaya. Okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize we were going to use technical phrases. Yeah, yeah. Do you bear the rabbi? There was a rabbi that was performing a circumcision and he slipped. And apparently he got the sack. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Mm -mm. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? I care. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, you would. Yeah. Wow. Miss you need Morris. a jade egg, Heather? Oh. <laughs> I got one. Oh, Easter's, yeah. Easter's just Hold around. Hold on. The, <laughs> Easter's around the corner. <laughs> I have a rainbow. Oh. Taste the rainbow. Where is it? <laughs> I'm not going hunting Easter eggs in the yard. You've put me off for life. This is ridiculous. Miss Morris, you have the final story of the night in the round that we call not for your mother. Oh, yes. Uh oh. A woman is suing a Florida. Florida! Restaurant for $1.5 million. Mm. Alleging she suffered injuries as a result of an encounter with a drag performer's fake boob. Oh! Oh. It got away from him, did it? Yeah. I love drag shows. I love them too. Dragula is my favorite show. Yes. I'm reluctant to go because you know the one person in the audience that's straight is going to be picked on all night long, right? I think there's a lot of straight people usually in the yeah. audience. I know that if I went to a drag show, I'm sure as God made little apples, I'm going to be the one that gets picked on all night long. And you two are going to be sat there pointing at me saying, pick on him, pick on him. Yeah, well, don't nah. wear a dress and lipstick next time. Yeah, and a boa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You thought about this, haven't you? Yes. Yes. Nah. I'll borrow you my shoes. You're good to me. I know. You've got the same size feet. I know. 
I've been missing shoes for a while. <laughs> Look at Morris's feet. She could climb trees with him. Look at that. She can climb a tree. That's not true. She's picking coconuts. Look at her. Neldon Molina's lawsuit against the Hamburger Mary's Eatery in Tampa state she was dining with friends and family members at the eatery to celebrate a friend's birthday. Actually, way back in May of 2015. It's taken a while to get to court then. Molina's lawsuit alleges she was unaware of the drag show. How can, How you, can be you be unaware of the drag show? It's only when he yeah. started belting out a Judy Garland number that the penny dropped. Until it began during her meal, and she watched for a short time before turning her back to the stage to eat and socialize with her fellow diners. Well, that's your first mistake. Yes. Yes. You're gonna you, I'm going to get, gonna get picked I'm on. Gonna get, I know I'm going to get picked on. I no, know you're it. not. I guarantee it. No, you're not. 100%. Mm. Mm. The suit claims a performer identified as Amanda DeHod <laughs> oh, pointed wow. at Molina when she turned around again and began to walk toward her table. Mm. More like strut. Molina alleges she turned her back to the performer to signal she did not. Oh, no, you didn't want to draw attention to herself like Lee, but the drag queen allegedly grabbed her by the head Uh -uh. and wiggled her breast against the plaintiff's face and head eight times. So, (laughs) I think you'll find that was nine. Well, the performer then violently pounded Melina's face and up against... The fake breast oh. up to nine. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> His name was Dave and he works on a building site. <laughs> Melina said she felt an immediate headache and neck pain after the encounter and later visited the emergency room at Memorial <laughs> Hospital of Tampa. Imagine filling in those forms. That's a yes. whiplash injury. She said she got uncomfortable headaches. Uh-huh. And... She really had excruciating cervical pain. What? what? <laughs> cervical pain? Wow, Stop it, went... you're hurting my cervix. Isn't that not meant to be spinal? Nope. You've got that right, have you? Yes. Oh, oh wait, hold on. You yeah, better come. She's gotcha. throwing her story on the floor. I can't find it. I'm oh. coming out. I want the world to know. Got to let it oh, show. We don't need it. You've thrown it away. It's I got it. She's got, got it. it. <laughs> <laughs> nope, it's cervical. Look. Yeah, but. <laughs> yep, that's <says> cervical. <laughs> but there's two. There's cervixes. two cervix. I don't have two cervixes. Cervical vertebrae. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why she didn't go to medical college. I like the other one better. But... She's been on Tinder looking for a man who looks like a two-pin plug. <laughs> well, all good things come to an end. So let us look at tonight's scores in last place with the K2 meter and the dead battery. It is all of us who scored what? 16. What? Michelle scored 16. I've scored 16. 
Heather scored 16. I'm sorry you didn't get 23. But that also means that in resplendent first place and sharing the $33,000 IR camera is all of us because we've all tied for the lead as well. Do not fear, listener. We are going to arm wrestle now to see who wins that camera. But remember, we are back with a whole new bunch of stories next week at the same time. And I would love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world of the paranormal, strange, dream, bizarre and weird. Please tell your friends and family about the show and feel free to contact me anytime via my Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. And remember, we now do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show in a round called Not For Your Mother that you can access on SoundCloud.com if you search for MQTA Radio. My gratitude and greatest thanks are extended to Lorna Hunter, Heather Morris, Shaten Drainer. Nathan Bush and Michelle Corrid and all the International Paranormal Society at Paranormal.net and all of the show's sponsors including the Lakes Area Paranormal Interest Group and MUFON of Minnesota. It just remains for me to say thank you for listening and remember, be interested and interesting. Good night. 